Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Mamma Mia. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for... There's going to be so much singing in this episode. Yeah. If your volume's up, turn it down. By the way, do you know what voulez-vous means? It's French, no? Oui. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it translates as do you want. Ooh. Voulez-vous a snack, a drink, great. Every day's a school day. Now, people either love Mamma Mia or they hate it. Like, I feel like there's no in-between. Yeah, anyone who says they don't like Mamma Mia is lying. Yeah, right. It's a joyous film. Oh, I hate Mamma Mia. Is your name Pinocchio? You're watching it knowing what to expect. Mm -hmm. It's basically A-list celebrities doing drunken karaoke. It's guaranteed serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) They should prescribe it. Yeah, doctor, I'm so sad. Okay, you're going to need to change your diet, exercise, and um, does this say i need to watch mamma mia (laughs) yes honestly watching this film it just made me realize i need to move to greece open a hotel and only sing abba songs i could see you being one with the goats i am the goat (laughs) yes (laughs) 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 sorry if your goat sounds like that take it to the vet Mamma Mia is a comedy musical romance. Um, It's the story of a bride-to-be trying to find her real father. And it's kind of like told using ABBA songs. Yeah, iconic ABBA songs. And this film features the most insane cast. Like you have the actual goat, Meryl Streep. Let's be honest. Yeah. But not literally a goat. (laughs) Did you see that interview with Jennifer Lawrence when um, she was filming Don't Look Up? She always referred to Meryl on set as the goat. Like, the goat's coming through, guys. The goat's coming through, you know, all like every day. And then Meryl was like, yeah, I know, the old goat coming through. And she was like, Meryl, wait, do you know what goat stands for? <laughs> she thought Jennifer Lawrence was calling her like some old furry goat <laughs> instead of greatest of all time. And Meryl was like, oh, this makes sense. So we've got Meryl Streep, Christine Baranski, Piers Brosnan, 
Dominic Cooper, Colin Firth, Amanda Seyfried, Stellan Skarsgård, and Julie Walters. I mean, you cannot get much better than that. The cast and crew actually had a few ideas of who else could kind of fill those roles before this cast were cemented. Donna, it wasn't just Meryl Streep who was on their mind. It was either Olivia Newton-John or Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's right. Like two musical legends as well. I could see them doing it. Yeah, 100%. But I think Meryl was actually just such a massive fan of the musical. She you know, wanted to sign up immediately. It was something like she'd gone to see Mamma Mia the musical and then once the show was over, she'd enjoyed it so much. She'd actually wrote a note to the cast to say thank you so much. And then, so I think it was like the director of that or someone involved in the production was like, okay, I'm going to remember this. And then (gasps) when the film came round, she was the first one that they were like... You know, we should put her up for it. So amazing. Yeah, good karma all around for Meryl Streep, the goat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Amanda Bynes, Emmy Rossum and Mandy Moore were all considered for Sophie. And Amanda's co-star in Mean Girls, Rachel McAdams, was also (gasps) considered for Sophie. Wow. But I don't know, Amanda just brings like this warmth and heart the role oh my gosh i've said this before in our podcast letters to julia is one of my favorite films guilty but not sorry (laughs) um (laughs) yeah she just plays these cute characters yeah and she's an amazing singer yeah she's like gorgeous she's gorgeous gorgeous (laughs) also my mum would love this donny osmond 70s legend was also considered for sam (gasps) as well but i'm so glad it eventually went to piers brosnan Dilf. I love Piers Brosnan. <laughs> he is a Dilf. That's so funny you were saying about Donny because, yeah, Barney and I have been friends since we were seven. If you're new to the pod today, <laughs> you might not know this. Where have you been? Yeah, <laughs> Debbie, Barney's mum, huge Donny Osmond fan. And you used to have this massive Donny Osmond poster in, in our the hallway. hallway. And when we say poster, it wasn't a poster, it was like a billboard. It was one of the posters that's like taken from the. Um, cinema yeah from from like the venue my dad somehow got hold of it and gave it to her for like a anniversary present or something but like present for mum like burden for the rest of us you gotta look at it (laughs) the next 15 years (laughs) it was framed yeah it was framed speaking of amanda did you know that amanda and dominic cooper had a three-year romance after meeting on set Mm-hmm. They look like a good couple, you know. I'm sorry, that scene when they're singing Lay All Your Love On Me, the sexual chemistry between them, insane. He really reminds me of the Artful Dodger. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, an honest... <laughs> yes, I know. Are you joking? If he had a top hat. <laughs> oh my God. His eyes are really far apart as well. Did you notice that? Like a little, like, frog. <laughs> Oh, hi, Sophie. Little. <laughs> Got any flies? Okay, if Dominic's listening to this and he's just found out Meryl Streep didn't know what a goat is, he's going to be like, what's a frog? Yeah. Uh, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can talk ill of Dominic Cooper because Dominic broke Amanda's heart after their romance. So I could only imagine how awkward it was to film that sequel. 10 years later, I know. I mean, I'm sure they were professionals and civil, but that is awkward. Especially when you've got like a kissing scene with your ex. The end scene is Amanda putting Dominic into the post box (laughs) and sending him straight to hell. 
I was going to say England, but... Oh. <laughs> what I love about Mamma Mia is that, okay, this came out in 2008, mm. 30th of June, by the way. And I feel like for a lot of younger generations, it's kind of introduced ABBA to them. You know, unless it's like your parents talking about ABBA. Mm. Not sure how much you'd actually know of their back catalogue. And what I've noticed in recent years are these TikTok trends that keep coming up all based around the music in Mamma Mia. From memory, the ones I can think of are, number one, people reenacting the Leo Your Love On Me writhing around in the sand on a beach scene. Number two, there was a trend where you had to sing the chorus of Dancing Queen in one breath. And it was like, oh God, should I try it? Okay. You can dance, you can dive, having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl, uh, watch that scene, dig in the dancing queen. (laughs) 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 Literally, my face has gone like bright purple. (gasps) That I needed a lot of oxygen for. Wow. But that was going around. Everyone loved that. There was a snippet of slipping through my fingers that (gasps) people would play over like a video of like their mom or grandma or something. Slipping through my fingers all the time. So cute. (laughs) Oh, cute. And then my favorite one, which is so random. It's the piano instrumental of Chikatita. Yeah. That was called Chikatita. But they have put on top of it a soundbite from the first Twilight movie. It's Bella's friend going, oh my god dun, 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 dun. and like I d- honestly i have no idea why anyone would think to put those two together but i've seen that come up on tiktok so many times wow so this film was filmed in skopelos in greece la la yeah so if you ever want to book a mamma mia themed holiday you should go there i've been to a wedding in greece it's <gasps> like beautiful i went to lindos which is a gorgeous village in the island of rhodes Lovely. Shout out Lindos. I really want to marry a Greek man just for the olives. (laughs) (laughs) And go to Tesco. (laughs) So first up, we've got best supporting character and... What I love so much about this film is how it's completely centered around female friendship, female relationships, mother-daughter. Like, it's just so feminist-centric. Yeah, there's no timelines in this film at all, you know? It's like, I don't want to be married, or I've been married three times. I'm single and happy being single. Exactly. So Mm. I think definitely we need to give a shout out to Donna and the Dynamos, just as a trio. Definitely. Look what the tide dragged in. (laughs) (laughs) She's so amazing. I feel like people should appreciate middle-aged women more, you know? Mm -hmm. We're all going to get there at some point. Yeah. And they are, as Jennifer Garner says, queen ages. (laughs) I've never heard that. Never? I think it's cute. That's amazing. So I think we should talk about Rosie. Yes. She's always two steps behind the other girls. Her reactions are perfect. And I love that she goes after Bill in the end. If you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. She's so good. Who could refuse that cute woman? I know, but she's dangerous. Bill was like clinging to the roof. And she was clinging onto his ankle. Like, she could have fallen to her death. 
She wanted him to fall on top of her. Oh, yeah. There <laughs> you go. And no one slides down a banister like her. <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously you've got Tanya. She says such a funny thing in the beginning when she gets off the boat onto the little jetty. Yeah. And she's like, wow, her heel falls off. <laughs> anyway, that bit always sticks with me because it's so funny. Oh my God. And then when she's on the boat coming over to the island and then she sees the fish in the basket. She's like, ah! And then the fish makes a reappearance. Maybe the fish should be best supporting character. Oh, maybe. That was a scary fish. Yeah. Honestly, the things that are in the ocean sometimes should just not be seen. I know. Things with that many teeth. Huh? <laughs> Honey, I'm not free. <laughs> Speaking of Tanya, mm. there is the iconic barman. <gasps> and he is called Pepper. Yes. You'd know him as the keen bean who's like lusting after her in Does Your Mother Know? Tanya, let's pick up where we left off last night. I've drawn a veil over last night. (laughs) (laughs) She plays the same character in every film. She does. Like we spoke about it on The Grinch. Betty, hi. (laughs) Same girl, just in a sun hat. Now, baby, this should tickle your taste buds. Down, big fella. I'm old enough to be your mother. Grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. Pepper is so into it. Actually, not just Pepper. The entire bachelor party are all like gagging over Tanya. And then the other character, I don't know what you think about him, is the vicar in the wedding scene at the end. (laughs) Oh my God. He looks so shocked when Donna is like saying that she slept with all these men. And then also I feel so bad for him because obviously Sophie's like, Sky, you don't want to get married. Well, you should just travel. And you know, we're 20 years old. And he's like, I climbed up this mountain for you <laughs> in a collar there's no lift it's like ten thousand stairs yeah thank you it's like 35 degree heat <laughs> thanks soph poor vicar i know yeah he's great but then he does his job he marries donna and sam at the end everyone say a prayer for vicar <laughs> right. i pray for everyone but no one prays for me <laughs> <laughs> that's what i imagine vicars are like yeah they're always praying but who's praying for vicar Right, who I love are the Greek chorus that are working at Donna's hotel. Yes. They join in during the songs. They maniacally laugh when Donna is vocalizing how distressed she is mm. over the fact that the potential father of Sophie is there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry, what? I'm not paying you to laugh. <laughs> Actually, she's not paying them at all. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's got no money. Yeah. Cracks in the concrete all the time. <laughs> yeah. That poor dolphin mosaic. I know. Oh, actually, one of those people, you know, the one in the beige smock? I feel like she wears it quite often. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a weird connection to her. Right. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I had a singing teacher. You wouldn't believe that because <laughs> obviously you've heard me sing on this podcast. <laughs> Um, My mosaic tile cracked when you sang earlier. Yeah, basically. (laughs) That woman is my singing teacher's singing teacher. What? That's crazy. I know. Also, a singing teacher needs a singing teacher. (laughs) Well, you know, like taught her how to sing once upon a time. Right. Musical and stuff. Wow. Oh, good for her. Yeah. She got her big break then. She did. Love it. I wonder if she was in the sequel. I think she is. Ah. And it's funny that you call them, what did you call them? The Greek people. Greek the, chorus. The Greek chorus. Because in my notes, I have them down as the ain't it sad people. Ain't it sad. <laughs> <laughs> They're really rubbing it in thick, aren't they? Yeah. Now, I read that apparently the structure of 
Mamma Mia is exactly set out like a traditional Greek comedy. And usually those include like a chorus mm. representing the common people. Ah. Like, I, weren't you in a actual film production where you had to play a townsperson? <gasps> I was. This is my favorite story about you. Have we said this on the, on the I show? I don't think so. So I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were chasing the king, a big group of you. Yes. Were like running after and you, you thought, oh, it'd be really funny if I flick off my shoe yeah. just for dramatic effect. How old were you? Like- so I was about eight years old <laughs> and like I signed up to be in one of those like extras um, agencies where, you know, you're just like put in the background of a TV show or a film or whatever. So I was like, it was me and a few other kids and we were in Hampton Court Palace and like Rupert Everett, who's playing the king, walked through, the crowd cheers and then the crowd will follow him. And I had a dare with one of the other kids that like, oh, I'm going to kick off my shoe and it'll just be funny. So I did and the crowd kind of moved on and the director yells, cut! And I turn around, he's holding up my shoe in the air. He's like, whose shoe is this? And I'm dead. I've literally like my soul has just left my body and i was like me (laughs) and he and i and you know he kind of walks up he's like this is acting well done you've lost your shoe and you still committed to the scene well done everyone take note i was like (gasps) (gasps) anyway karma got me because you can't see me in the film (laughs) You see, but like, you a, can see a shoe. You can see a shoe. <laughs> the shoe played by Clark Johnson. <laughs> Remember Johnson's shoes? Yes, Russell yeah. and Bromley. <gasps> oh. I used to love getting new shoes. Anyway, uh, we've digressed. Yeah. <laughs> Best one character, the shoe. <laughs> just a Greek sandal. That is just my absolute favourite story. Speaking of stealing a scene, I think we need to award Best Supporting Character... To somebody who is only actually in the movie for like four seconds. Her name is Yaya. <gasps> actually, that's not her name. It's her title. It means it's Greek word for grandma. <laughs> so during Dancing Queen, you know, when Donna and the gang are dancing their way all the way from the villa down to the jetty. Yeah. And on their way, they pick up, you know, the Greek workers and people in the town. They're all like loving life and like joining them. There is this grandma who's walking like through the enchanted forest, it looks like, with like a million sticks on her back. It's like, <laughs> what are donkeys for? Actually, no, animal cruelty. What's like a wheelbarrow for? You know? True. It's 2022. Like... Yeah, okay. Respect the donkeys. Yeah. So she's got all these sticks on her back, but then she sees Donna, you know, run past her singing and she just looks over, dumps all the twigs on the floor and she sings, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, can dance. You know, the song continues. What's she, first of all, I love the commitment. Yeah. But what are you going to do with those twigs? You carried all those twigs for no reason. Yeah. Who do you think she is? FKA twigs. <laughs> GMA twigs. <laughs> yes. More oh yeah. <laughs> you can dance. Shall we dance into the uh, next category? You can jive. I cannot believe I'm so good at singing. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, so now we're going to do best outfit. Yes. Now, I think we should start with, obviously, Donna's iconic get up which is obviously the blue dungaree overalls i feel like if i had to draw one thing from mamma mia it would be donna's outfit and it kind of became her uniform i think a hundred percent i think dungarees are coming back for spring summer 2022 so you might be donning the donna (laughs) (laughs) this year speaking of donna's fashion choices that red shawl that she wears during the winner takes it all a steam sealer i mean maybe that should have been best supporting <laughs> character steam sealer <laughs> <laughs> okay look i've had a gin all right <laughs> <laughs> does your mother know that you're out <laughs> wow let's try that again it was a real seam stealer <laughs> yeah maybe (laughs) that's so funny yes oh my gosh it was flying all over the place Mm. Um, was that a fan machine i don't know i feel like it could have been legit it was filmed in you know like on that kind of mountaintop Mm. so love that for her yeah we should also maybe talk about donna and the dynamo's 70s outfit yes they were a choice flares the back baby it was a lot mm-hmm. do you think people in the 70s like really wore that like on stage <laughs> i think they did that's wild like so, platform shoes yeah it was silver kind of go-go platform boots mm-hmm. it was a sparkly blue flared jumpsuit mustard yellow tasseled shoulder pads yeah and donna had those amazing like frilled sleeves that yes. she was like washing around Woo-hoo. um it was a lot but 
I actually thought Meryl Streep looked great in it. I liked, you know, her hair down, that like, you know, dark eye makeup. She committed to the bit. A hundred percent. Yeah. She was really like peacocking in front of the guys. Yeah. Oh God. She was nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like, be nervous. Like, look over there. Look over there. <laughs> Stop doing that with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're holding a microphone in front of you. Don. Oh my God. I mean, it was certainly an iconic outfit. We're not saying it was a good outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're saying it's okay. Yeah. And throughout the film, the dynamos have some really iconic accessories, like their blue velvet pirate hat <laughs> and their feather boas. Right. Right? Tanya especially was such an icon. She's had the plastic surgery. She's in her 50s. But she's like owning the body con. You and know? looks fantastic. Yeah. White blazer, matching white heels, big sunglasses. Honey yeah. wants to be a niece, but she's in Greece. <laughs> Okay, but speaking of that hen night, there was also the stags. All of those stags were so hot. Yeah. They were really good looking. And I especially like them in their flippers, you know, when they're on the dock doing yes. their little dancer flipper yeah. thing. You know what? They, you know, in Lay All Your Love On Me, they kind of pop up from the water. How long were they underwater? Because for the first minute and a half, you don't see them. <laughs> were they just waiting, like with a little snorkel? A straw, like, <laughs> yeah, they're just acting. trying to hear the music, like, Okay, five, six, seven, and emerge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 great, now we've got to dance on the jetty yeah. for like five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they've obviously got that and like their stag masks when they infiltrate the hen. Yeah, you know? very spooky island. Yes. You know? yeah. I liked it. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are like living for Tanya. And during the song... Tanya kind of looks like she's going down on Pepper and it's like, wait, what? And then you realize she's taken one of the white towels and has like tied it into looking like a diaper around his waist. Such an iconic outfit. And also, God, she's skilled. She can do all that and sing. <laughs> yeah. Has never had kids. Would you know? Yeah. You know, knows the <laughs> diaper. But the most iconic outfit or item <laughs> has to be Tanya's thong. Yes! Woohoo! There was amazing. What was it? Turquoise? Yeah. And there's that iconic moment where it's like, does she floss with it? Floss you! Is it edible, Tanya? <laughs> Honestly, amazing. Maybe. Yeah. Amazing I mean, if it is. yeah, Pepper came back for more. <laughs> I'm Pepper Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Pepper! <laughs> Maybe in the sequel. No, yeah. the prequel. What's it yeah. called? <laughs> prequel. Let us pick off where we were last night. Next up is best musical moment, the section that you were all waiting for. So sit back because the next 50 minutes is all... <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Although maybe, let's see. Look, Mamma Mia is obviously a musical, so there is a lot to get through. I think we should start with the opening credit scene, which is when Sophie sings, I have a dream. Yeah, and she's posting the letters to her potential dad. Yeah. I have a dream, a song to sing. Cute. It's lovely. It is very lovely. Yeah. And also she's out on the sea, <laughs> like in a boat at nighttime. <laughs> what? That's not safe. I know. Um, and then obviously we've got Mamma Mia. Oh my God. Here we go again. <laughs> 
It's so good. So that is when Donna first lays eyes on the three guys at the villa. She's so confused and she's freaking out. She's also like doing parkour on the (laughs) roof. Does she want to die? (laughs) I was actually going to talk about this for Can We Discuss? But like, you've just seen three guys that you used to be absolutely in love with. And there's a very high chance you're going to see them in about 25 minutes when they decide to leave the goat house. So you're rolling on the roof, like getting dusty. (laughs) Take off the overalls, slip on a nice sundress and like then say hello. It's insane. She's such a klutz as well. I would not trust her to be on the roof. No. And look, okay, we're not really talking about the sequel in this episode, but obviously it's kind of alluded that Donna died. Mm. Did she fall off the roof? That's all I'm asking because they neither confirm nor deny it. Yeah, yeah, threw the sticks in her (laughs) eyes and then she she couldn't see and fell off a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I have a dream. (laughs) What? But yeah, oh my gosh, Mamma Mia, classic. I really liked when they all sing Money, Money, Money. Donna, Rosie and Tanya wearing chiffon dresses on a super yacht, straddling jet skis that are like on the boat and not in the water. Like, what? But hey, you're rich. You can do that. You can ride a jet ski on your yacht. (laughs) Yeah, on concrete. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like being fanned by the Greek chorus and eating grapes and laughing. Like it's such a WTF moment. And it's so early on in the film. I'm sure people who weren't like as familiar with the original musical must have been like, what am I watching? This is incredible. But it's such a good song. We had money, 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 but there's also give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Oh, they love a repeated word. I know. They? Oh my God. You know what give me, give me, give me gave us? What? Another iconic TikTok trend. I can't believe I forgot about this in the intro. How old are you? I'm 20. <laughs> I saved that for best quotes, but it just needed to be said at this moment because that happens right in the middle of gimme 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 it's Uh, fantastic now to completely change the tone i do want to shout out slipping through my fingers (gasps) slipping through my fingers all the time every minute so good so it's donna helping out a stressed out sophie what is also such a stressful start to the wedding you know they have a massive argument mm. then she's like okay we'll go and i'll come and help you get ready yeah she steps out of the shower she's cut her leg yeah she's trying to brush her teeth she's got the towel on her head yeah. it's quite a late wedding no oh my god right is it a sunset wedding but then why does that matter because they're in the church yeah <laughs> can't see the sun uh... and then on top of all that stress donna decides to paint sophie's toes blue We get it. You like turquoise. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the song, it's basically, it's, it's about Donna and how she feels time is flying by so quickly watching her daughter grow up. Although I found out some behind the scenes intel. There's a cutaway during the song where they're sitting on the bed and just like laughing their heads off. Mm. Apparently, while they were filming that, to get a genuine reaction, the director played like, heavy metal really loud just to get a reaction off of them and they just cracked up and it was perfect <gasps> obviously they muted it for the film <laughs> slip and do it slip not ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
And then obviously we do have Our Last Summer. Oh, That's such a cute song. It's when Sophie jumps into the ocean and then swims to her dad's on the yacht. Yeah. And then Harry starts playing the guitar. Yeah. Our Last Summer. Da, 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 da. And, um... Sam, Piers Brosnan's character, draws a really good picture of Sophie. And then Sophie's like, I don't want to show you. I'm shy. Show us the picture. It's cute. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I have in my notes here, Peach Envy. And I was like, huh? <laughs> which doesn't make sense. It makes me sound like I'm like envious of Sophie's bum. But she's just eating like a really nice peach. Oh. I'm allergic to peaches now. Oh, no. I know. It's really sad. Peach Envy sounds like a kind of like heavy metal band. <laughs> I wear Peach Envy! One, two, three! <laughs> I wear Last Recall! Oh, last Summer! <laughs> hey, speaking of bands, we do have your favourite, I feel like. Donna and the Dynamo. Yes. Yes. We get Super Trooper during Sophie's bachelorette party. Donna and the Dynamo is reuniting again for a one-off performance. There's a lyric also in Super Trooper that's like, all I do is eat and sleep and sing. Yeah. Relate. Oh my God. (laughs) I need that framed. (laughs) Live, love, love. Pull it down. (laughs) Eat, sleep, sing. Yes. Now, I have a question. How would you feel about your mum singing at your bachelorette party? Um, I'd be like, okay, this is new. <laughs> like, you sing? <laughs> My mum is Scandinavian, so she would love to do a bit of ABBA. She actually told me when she was younger, she used to pretend to be Agneta, the blonde oh. one. And they'd sit and do the performance in the playground. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. All right. Next time I see your mom, I'm going to ask her for a rendition. (laughs) But yeah, everything from their dance moves to their vocals and the outfits are just amazing. And God, watching Donna try and keep her composure while she sees the men watching. It's just so funny. But she doesn't let that stop a good performance. What would you do if you were on stage singing karaoke and then three of your exes walked in and you'd be like... Suddenly regretting my choice choosing shout out to my ex. (laughs) Yeah. Awkward. (laughs) Now, obviously, there's a billion other ABBA songs we could talk about. We've got Mm. Honey Honey. (gasps) We've got our favourite, Voulez Vous. Uh Um, (laughs) But the best musical moment has to be SOS. Yes! So this happens when Sam and Donna are kind of thrust back into each other's lives and Sam is trying to talk to Donna and she's just kind of refusing to give him the time of day, isn't she? Which leads to this incredible duet between the two. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) So when you're near me, darling, can you hear me? SOS! Now, granted, Piers Brosnan might not win any Grammys for singing, but it doesn't take away from the fact that SOS is an extremely memorable number. Like, I had this on my iPod shuffle and I have a specific memory of me and my housemate Rosie being in Devon for like a halftime holiday and it would be one like the only songs I had and we connected it to the speaker and we'd just play SOS on repeat. Oh, obsessed. So good. People really pile on Piers Brosnan for his singing, but I don't think it's that bad. I know, it's fine. He's like, when you're gone, when you're gone, I'm gonna... <laughs> like, it's always <laughs> shouting. Maybe he's part of Peach Fuzz. What do we call it? Peach, Peach Envy. Envy. <laughs> Peach Fuzz. Um, 
actually, Piers Brosnan, his agent called him and said, there's this movie we want you to be in. Mm. And he didn't even know what it was about, really. All he knew was that it was in Greece and it was with Meryl Streep, who he had a massive crush on <laughs> since drama school. So he was like, yeah, sign, sign me, me up. <laughs> so he didn't even know he was going to be singing. So do you what? know what? Fine. No, I thought he did a really good job. Absolutely. Fine. He's James Bond, so he can sing as bad as he likes, but it's never going to take away the that other iconicness. You yeah. Know? It's not what he's remembered for. Speak for yourself. Okay, now we're going on to most iconic quotes. Sorry, I'm just getting into my Tanya <laughs> impersonations. There's a lot of Tanya in best quotes, isn't there? Yeah. It has to be. Why don't I start off with her line at the end of Does Your Mother Know? When all the boys finish the song, they're all lying on the floor. Mm. Boy down, boy down. And Tanya with her martini glass walks past and goes, Yo, girls, we done good. (laughs) Ew, yo. The only time that I've said yo was by accident and it was out of fear. It was my first day of uni and someone on my course. (laughs) What? First impressions. No one's met me yet. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was pretty much that. Someone on the course was introducing me to another guy on the course who is now my friend, Zach. You know, Zach. And this girl was like, Zach, this is Barney. And I went, yo. Hey, you're still friends today, so... Thank God. But what? It could have been over before it even began. (laughs) Yo. Starting uni and making friends is so funny. I've got a a friend called Sam. And when he started at Exeter, they had to do um, one truth, two lies. And so someone dared him to basically be like, I've slept with Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, and a goat. And obviously everyone was like, Obviously, it's the the goat, but that was going to be like his first impression. Oh my god! Did he say it? Yes, of course he did. He still made friends. Wow! And by goat, he meant Meryl Streep. (laughs) Oh yeah, the goat. The goat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of Donna, there's that scene obviously at the wedding where Sophie's like, "I don't care if you slept with hundreds of men. You're my mom, and I love you so much." Oh, Soph, and I haven't slept with hundreds of men. (laughs) (laughs) And the vicar's like, phew. (laughs) While they're in the church, Sam, Bill and Harry all get up and say, I want to kind of claim to be her dad. Rosie kind of just looks at Tanya and says, typical, isn't it? You wait 20 years for a dad and three come along at once. life is like that there's also that quote from harry and tanya like they're in the pedalo and harry's like donna must be tearing her hair out doing this wedding on her own what would the father of the bride normally do hey though my dad drew the line at my third (laughs) i mean you would draw the line at the third right i mean that's gonna be expensive and then there's that quote as well with tanya and donna and she's like Whatever happened to our Donna, life and soul of the party, El Rockchick Supremo? <laughs> I grew up. Well then, grow back down again. <laughs> so good. Donna has some funny lines as well. When she's introducing Tanya and Rosie to Sky and they're talking about the villa, Donna goes, Tell them about the internet. He he's gonna put me on the line. <laughs> Donna, come on. You're not that old. That's so funny. On the line. It's 2008. 
So Tanya and Rosie have literally just got to the island. They haven't seen Donna in ages. So they're yeah. like asking like, are you okay? You know, because she's kind of not had this breakdown, but you know, she's a bit stressed about the wedding and everything. Yeah. And um, Tanya's like, yeah, but are you being taken care of? What do you mean? Are you getting any? Oh, you mean... And that's the drill that yeah. she's holding. Down boy, down boy. <laughs> no, it takes too much energy. Yeah, just more plumbing to be maintained, isn't it? <laughs> I love Rosie and Tanya. Rosie's got that moment where they're trying to get the boat to the island in the first place. And Rosie's like, excuse me, coming through. I have a senior citizen with me. Thank you. My mother needs a perch. Mother, we're the same age. Yeah, well, parts of us are. <laughs> she loves to say, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Hello. This is a head and party. Women only. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor Sam Carmichael. I know. But most iconic quote has to go to Tanya when she says, oh, that freaking yogurt's made my feet bigger. <laughs> that can't happen, can it? That is a reason to cancel yoga. <laughs> I don't want like sideshow bob feet. No. Okay, can we discuss? I have a grievance that I need to air. It's about Sophie's drip friends, her <laughs> bridesmaids, Ali and Lisa. They arrive on the island with nothing but a tiny rucksack and like a handbag. You're coming over for your best friend's wedding. Where's all your stuff? Your makeup, your bridesmaids dresses, pajamas, <laughs> your wedding gift. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be one of those people that are like, my presence is your present. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> get on the boat, you cow. <laughs> they're so awful. They are like in it for the first 15 minutes and then the plot just completely drops them. Thank God. <laughs> I know why. Yaya threw the sticks at them <laughs> and they fell off the mountain. <laughs> one can only dream. <laughs> and also on this note, we should talk about the bridesmaid dresses that Sophie is apparently making for them out of net curtains day before the wedding she's she's tailoring their bridesmaids dresses yes that she got for 15 euros in the cute little shop down the hill (laughs) do you know (laughs) we should actually talk about who sophie's dad actually is so obviously in the film they never really tell you she's just sort of like i'm happy having three dads I don't really need to know. Yeah, she gets, that's just because she gets three Christmas presents. <laughs> True. However, the director, Villa mm. Deloitte, and the screenwriter, Catherine Johnson, mm. have actually revealed who the father is out of the three. <gasps> Drum <you> li- <laughs> Bill Anderson! <gasps> what? Yeah, the Swedish meatball. <laughs> I mean, they look the most alike. I mean, the the blonde hair, you can't do yeah. it. Yeah. And like the little round face. Yeah. So now you guys know yeah. it's Bill Anderson. So really she's called Sophie Anderson, not Sophie Sheridan. Donna Sheridan, you shady lady. <laughs> <laughs> would, would she have Sky's surname? What is Sky's surname? Sky. Dancer. <laughs> Sky dancers. <gasps> Oh, did you have one? I loved Skydancers. Oh my God. There's that Instagram reel fail. And maybe it was on YouTube. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. It's like Christmas Day, isn't it? This small girl is like showing off her Skydancer. <laughs> she pulls the toggle and the Skydancer flies around the living room. 
Another thing I actually wanted to talk about, speaking of childhood memories, sleeping on a lilo. Uh, uh, you know, your parents would have family friends over. Your bed would be given up oh, for the lilo. Yeah, I've had that. So you're in their, your parents' room on the lilo. <laughs> the most annoying thing is when you wake up in the middle of the night and the lilo is, all the air's gone. Deflated, yeah. yeah. Imagine being invited to Greece. First of all, they put you in a goat house. Yeah. And you've got to sleep on a lilo. And then lastly, I just want to discuss the song Money, Money, Money. If I had a wealthy man, do, do. Donna says she wouldn't have to work at all. She'd fall around and have a ball. Mm-hmm. If you had a wealthy man, <laughs> what would you do oh with the God. money? Like I, if money was no object, like where would you? I play this game when I want to go to sleep. Like, I'll just be lying in bed like, what would I do if I won the lottery? And it's like the most fun game. And I'm like, how would I tell my friends how much I would give to each friend as well? And I'd literally be tell people like, bring your passport, pack a bag. We are going on a private jet to anywhere. Basically, like, that would be so fun. Cute. What would you do if you had a wealthy man? Um, First of all, I'd want to be that person who can literally go into a wellness place and be like... Yeah, give me the full health MOT, give me the facials, give me literally every treatment, basically. And then obviously you could treat your family and your friends to lovely trips away and have lovely memories. What trip would we go on? Like, what would we do with the money together? Oh, I know. We would do the whole, like, San Francisco trip to see all the Princess Diaries filming locations. (gasps) We go to Rome and do our Lizzie McGuire tour. Yes. You know. And then we could end up in Greece. Oh my God, that would be amazing. But knowing us, we would definitely be sleeping on the lilo with Yaya. (laughs) Oh, I rolled on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've reached the trivia round. So what colour is the post box in the beginning scene? It's yellow. Oppa! Okay, can you tell me the name of the hotel that Donna runs? Villa Donna. Yes! Uh Lovely. Love it. Okay, here's one about Donna. In Donna's diary, on what date does it say she spent the night with Bill? Oh, God. Okay, this is a complete guess. June 18th. (laughs) Wrong! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's actually August 4th. Oh, my mom's birthday. (gasps) (laughs) Why? Okay, what does Bill have tattooed on his butt cheeks? Eyes. Yes! Uh So like Egyptian eyes. Yeah, it's two eyes on uh, his butt. What is the name of the Greek island they're on? Oh, okay. So I know that the English translation is sunshine. Oh, that's cute. But I don't know the Greek name. Wrong. Kalokairi. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I had heard that. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me what HB stands for on Harry's guitar? Head banger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. From his days in Peach. Peach Envy. Peach Envy. I always want to call it Peach Fuzz. <laughs> 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 okay, Rosie's written a cookbook. What is the title? 
Ravenous Rosie's food. <laughs> Wrong! That would be a better title, but it's actually called The Whole Woman Cookbook. Oh, because she is a whole woman without a man. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Can you tell me the name of the mythical fountain that is supposedly built under the villa? Aphrodite Spa. Uh-huh. Yes! Woo-hoo! And then, of course, at the end, the crack explodes and water pours out. And, and... they're like, Aphrodite yeah. Spa. Woo! Cute. Meanwhile, it's just raw sewage spilling <laughs> out from the goat house. <laughs> Nothing works around here. Just don't flush it. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and flush it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay. How much was the guitar Harry bought for Donna? Fifteen pounds and a poem or something. (laughs) Wrong. Do you know what? Very close. It was actually ten pounds plus his Johnny Rotten T-shirt. Oh yeah. Okay. So my last question for you: When Tanya, Rosie, and Donna are singing "Dancing Queen" in her bedroom, Rosie picks up a couple items around the room, pretending that they're a microphone. Can you name two of them? There's deodorant, so like a roll-on deodorant. Yeah. Parmalive. Yeah. I love Parmalive. Parmalive. Is that that how you pronounce it? I think it's Parmalive, yeah. Parmalive. Parmalive. I think Parmalive sounds nice. Parmalive sounds classier. Nice, no? Yeah. It smells so nice. Just the original. Yeah. Just side note. Um, (laughs) And then I cotton pads. Yes. (laughs) Uh-huh. A pack of cotton yeah. pads. And it's all floppy. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well done. That's it. Thank you. Now, we should say that this episode is dedicated to Liv Purvis, <gasps> who is such a Mamma Mia stan. And we thought we have to review this film. Yeah. Let's dedicate this one to her. Absolutely. Thank you, Liv. And hope you enjoyed and we did the review justice. And if not, we've always got the sequel to redeem ourselves with. Of course. (laughs) Just a reminder, we've done a card collaboration with the amazing British illustrator Zoe Spry. And now you can get four more additions to our um, (laughs) collection. So if you fancy writing a letter to your long lost dad, buy some and then put put them in the post box. In the yellow post box. (laughs) And then Sky will be like, I'll get these out on the next shipment.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.